It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Bears talk, bears talk, bears talk. And you say, Shy City, don't stop it, y'all. Don't quit. Bears talk, bears talk. And you say, Shy City, don't stop it, y'all. Don't quit. And you say, Shy City, don't stop it, y'all. Don't quit. And you say, Shy City, don't stop it, y'all. Don't quit. Bears talk. What is up there, you fucks you? We are back for another episode of The Tailgate Show. That's right, it's Double A. It's Air Jair. It's B Diddy. It's Air Jair's Bears Blanket. Everybody's <laughs> excited for another episode of The Tailgate Show. Who's <laughs> ready? Who's ready? Who's ready? Who's ready? And you say, Shaw City. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Nothing. Kind of a slow, kind of a slow week, but well, we found out Aaron Rodgers drinks beer like a bitch. Yes, he does. Anybody surprised? <laughs> I mean, even a little bit. I was waiting for the pinky to go up. Oh man, <laughs> he's on. He's he's at the Bucks game. Can't finish a beer, and Danica Patrick is is uh, sounding like a badass calling the Indy Five Hundred. <laughs> she definitely wears the pants in that relationship. Dude, dude can't down a beer, and dude doesn't say anything when other dudes buy his girl drinks. That's what we found out about him. It's rough. Cash in your and man. His mama card, don't bro. like him either. Yeah. <laughs> it's all rough for the kid. Yeah. I, I think my quarterback's not like funny that. Man. Shit, I saw was all the you know I did it too. I was like, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. This is how you drink a beer like a man. Don't drink it right. like a bitch. Drink it like a man. Yeah, there was some good chug challenge going down. Jared, Jared represented. There was a lot of lot of that going down. That was good stuff. I mean, it's it, Aaron Rodgers has gone two weeks in a row of being an epic meme. <laughs> <laughs> Last week he was getting literally flamed, and now he's getting flamed for can't drink a freaking beer. <laughs> now, you see what these dudes get away with though like Aaron Rodgers okay nobody will care if Cutler couldn't down a beer <laughs> it would have been like an epic 
destruction. Well, I can get everything he is. Jay Cutler can fucking shoot a beer. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying it's the double double standard of being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Like, look what Tom Brady's pulling right now, right? He's out in some beach with his gear on while his team's back in Massachusetts doing OTAs. Like, if that was any other quarterback. Well, I think he awards himself a little bit of. Uh, I mean, how many rings and AFC championship? titles does he have but does that entitle you not to be with your team if you're a leader like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know like really would you be happy mitch was that. doing that well if he took us to nine consecutive nfc championships and yeah i think i'd be okay with it he'd be like cool man i don't know Do you, it seems off to me man it seems like a me thing well he's all about it i mean that's what that's his whole thing is a me thing i mean the guy the guy even i felt like his his uh the thing that he put up about Bart Starr passing RIP by Bart Starr was like very much, you know, like self-promoting, like Bart Starr really liked me, guys. Bart Starr, like, you know, like spent time with me. Bart Starr thought I was the greatest. Like, it's like, don't promote yourself when you're, you know, trying to honor a legend. Like, yeah. come on. He's trying to promote. He's, even on the sidelines, he wanted his like TB12 rep there. Instead of the training staff that I think the Patriots. The, no, I'm like, talking oh, about oh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not talking about. Oh, Tom I thought you were talking, no, talking, talking about Aaron Rodgers. I don't pay attention to his tweets. My bad. Well, he doesn't tweet much, but I tell you, there was a little. I mean, between his, him, his between tweet, his tweet games, like his beer drinking game, very bitchy. Yeah, yeah, very limp, very <laughs> flaccid, very, very swishy. <laughs> It's like, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, that was uh, Bart Starr passed, Bill Buckner passed. Rest in peace, Bill Buckner. Yeah. Of all you dirty Red yeah. Sox fans that cursed him. You know him, what, though? Fucking it, choke on to, it. Not to get too far off topic with that, but like, he didn't blow the series. Like, people have. No, it was game like, six. No, but a lot of people, oh, we, it just seems like it was that big of a deal. Bob Stanley is the one that screwed us there. And not just that, they, they had a healthy Don Baylor on the bench that game. And they knew Buckner had a bad back. Oh, here we go. Red I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, it's, Red it's, 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 I don't know. Well, Buckner, clearly, Buckner, Buckner was a solid ball player, man. It just sucks that oh, one. Oh yeah, play. solid ball player. It sucks the way he went with Louis Body, fucking dementia. That's that's pretty rough. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a rough way to go. I mean, you know if that, you're not familiar with the Alzheimer's stuff, man, take some time and check it out. That's a pretty debilitating way to. Go. They were talking about today he never struck out three times in a game. Really? Yeah. Never. That's, that's <laughs> pretty amazing. Like his strikeout rates are some of the lowest ever. Like him not, and Tony. I'm surprised Tony that he Man. doesn't get who somebody said he's surprised he doesn't get more Hall of Fame love. So I kinda agree with that. Well, and then the other thing too is that he played in four decades. Yep. Like, the biggest thing back then was he screwed up in a Boston and New York market covering the game. And those are two yeah. of the most brutal freaking like back then they just buried people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And people were people had nothing to focus on and there wasn't uh, you know, I mean, they they brought him back later and, you know, whatever, but it was rough. I mean, yep. you know. It's just one and of those things. Do you remember the upper? It was an upper deck card that had him with the tunnel, like right in between his legs, so it looked like a black hole. Do you remember that no, card? No. Yeah, it was brutal, bro. The Red Sox fans are like, that's just not right. 
they had like the the roll up tarp in the back, but it was like him like get, going down to get a grounder with that big hole in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, he's only sixty nine years old. That's it's crazy. Too bad. Man. <clears throat> it's too bad. There was a lot of uh, you know. It's always I don't know. When people die, it's it's always one of the strangest times on Twitter too, because people I think a lot of people are just flailing to to be poignant and be. Uh, make some big statement or like, you know, and it always seems like self-promotion, you know, like, uh, but I mean, he was on, the, know, he, sometimes he was on the Cubs nice. for a while too, right? He won a batting title on the Cubs. Yeah. yeah. He was on the Cubs. He was, uh, he was a good, he was on the Dodgers. He was on the Cubs. Yep. He was, uh, he was a great player, but unfortunately that's all he gets remembered for. Yeah, it is. But, oh, well, R.I.P. To Bart Starr, R.I.P. to Bill Buckner. R.I.P. Well, to Aaron Rodgers week one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're Heard full circle. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, I mean, the, 100 we're days, 100 man. days, 100 days away. Although, let's not skip the summer because I'll fucking freak out if it doesn't get warm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, looked at the, I looked at the weather for next week, like that they were doing the tours, like only 65 degrees, partly Yo, like cloudy. It, it was like like Scotland or something today downtown. It was like the the fog was like at the 20th story of all the buildings. And there was like this misty 60 something degree weather. Like the temperature went down as the day went on. Like when I left, yeah. I, I, I went, I left for work at like five 30 in the morning to go downtown and it, I was running the air conditioning in the car cause it was like muggy and like 78 degrees. And then I was walking around downtown about six thirty PM and it was like cold mist, <laughs> like fog and like, like 60 degrees. It was just bizarre. Well, like, even here, like Memorial day weekend was like beach weather all weekend growing up. Like mm-hmm. put, that's when you put your ACs in and shit and it's, it's dropped about maybe 25 degrees here in one day. It's like crazy. Like is it ni- it's gotta be nice. Getting it's got, it's, is it nice down by you, Jared? Because my wife's family oh, says. It's, sometimes nice. it is. It, it changes pretty rapidly down here. But yeah, so far we're pretty much, uh, pretty much hot 90s, 80s. We need a, We need a weather girl back, like in like the Fox, the Fox yeah. TV days. Yeah, we need to work dumb. on that. They get that dop, that good Doppler. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been kid. it's been nice weather. I can't bet. I mean, Jer, could you rock a rock a green screen? Show us some some jet streams and some some fronts. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! God, why does that remind me of a video I've seen before? Storm fronts. <laughs> wow. So, uh, what do you guys think about this? Um, this. Leonard Floyd article about being a breakout player this year, about having that toolbox that Monachino's talking about that he thinks he has a bigger toolbox than anybody that he's coaching right now. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. I think it speaks volumes for the player. It's time to show it. Uh, that's where I'm at with it. I'm let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. I mean, yeah, he's, like, he's, the, he's the shown improvement. Case. I can't bitch about the way he played last year. The first half, it took him a while to get going. Really, once he got going, he was playing pretty solid against the run. He was playing well on the rush. It's just I'd like to see him put a full season in and not get hurt and just keep improving. 
I think it's a PR move in my mind because you got like we, well, we got rid of the guy. We got well, we got rid of the guy. Like Kevin White was the guy that we thought didn't live up to our expectations, right? And now, like sometimes I I, I go back and forth with Floyd. It's like he he did step it up the second half of last season, but like before that, it's always been like he's also the guy that didn't live up to those expectations. He plays so, he plays great against Green Bay for some does, reason. He, yeah, he, well, he Always used to play well in spurts before he'd go on off injury. I know he can't control that, but like, I'm just still waiting, man. And like, what's is they picked up the fifth year on him, so yeah. like, when is it better? Time? Sell it now, right? <laughs> but like, when, yeah, like when is we're waiting? I hope so. I, we'll have the best linebacking core in football if he plays his potential, no question. Like, I think that's a fair can, statement. Imagine him playing to what we. Th- thought he would be with Mac on the other side. It'd be incredible. So here's the thing is I think he's a guy that all the coaching staffs that he's been with so far have showed you he needs to hear positive things said about him because every coaching staff that he's been with has gone out of their way to make sure that positive things get said about Leonard Floyd. Right. I mean, doesn't it? It seems it seems like it sticks out like a sore thumb, you know. I'm in, I'm optimistic about him again. Um, I mean, I was down on him a lot in last year. I didn't really I didn't really think he showed much, and I and I guess because of who his frame and and his size and whatnot, you know, the club really bothered him and. And and whatnot. Um, but I also think that the most interesting thing that came out of these uh, OTA press conferences and interviews and whatnot was what Pagano said, which made me really excited was, you know, he basically was just like, we need to keep 52 going that way, which is, you know, towards the quarterback and not that way. And I was just like, yes, fucking yes. Do not put Khalil Mack back in coverage ever, ever, ever. I don't want to fucking see it. You got plenty of guys who can run around and chase running backs and tight ends and other crap. That guy needs to be going to the quarterback every damn time. I don't care. I mean, he could maybe fake a rush and, you know, stunt or something like that, but dropping him back into coverage to me was the worst thing that Fangio ever did. And, I, I kind of feel the same way with Floyd, even though he had success doing it. I just I, I don't think that Pagano is going to screw around with that stuff. And and what I've been excited to hear is that, you know, he's he's tailoring things to these guys strengths, you know, not trying to fit them to his system. And I think Fangio, if, if you could make a criticism of him, which I think it's fair to make plenty of criticisms about him, but you know, people acted like he was a second coming of Buddy Ryan was that he had a very specific system and he would try to change guys to fit that system sometimes. And I think he got the best out of a lot of guys. But let's be honest, he didn't his defense didn't become elite until it got elite players. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so like you, I mean, it was good. And right. You had to Khalil Mack. It changed everything. But it's it like, should have. Oh. I mean, it should have been good, right? I mean, it's not like they had like bad players, you know. I mean, it, it, we're not we're not talking about you know the rosters with you know Shea McClellan and and you know 
some of these bums on it. I mean, he had he had talent to work with even before Khalil Mack. It's not like he didn't have talent. So, I mean, I, that's what I'm excited about, you know. And, and also, I'm excited that, about the fact that our whole, like, coaching staff sounds like a bunch of goombas. Hey, Mancino, Pagano, over here, over there. What, what do you think of Pagano <laughs> so far, Brian? You know, I was at first I was like, we might take a step back. But the more you kind of like dig into what he's I think he's the perfect coach to come in here because he he, when he was at Baltimore, they had a constant. They they had several defensive coordinators in in that time in like a 10 year span. And they always maintained a top 10 defense. So he in that in that Uh, 10 years span. Yeah. So like I'm going to pose the question. Is that coaching or is that talent? It's it's mixture of both, I think. You, you got you guys. guys show me the, the same. <laughs> defensive I mean, show philosophy. me the good coach who had bad talent. Uh, I mean, sh- show point. it to me. Like, tell me, tell me all about how how Phil Jackson won all those championships with not, without Kobe Bryant and and Michael Jordan. Tell me about how Mike Ditka won the Super Bowl without Walter Payton and and the best defense of all time. I mean, good talent makes good coaches, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think that um, – I think I, th- I just think he's a perfect person to step in and, and take totally. over a top defense. I, and I, I think have a lot of confidence in him. The best part about him is that he doesn't have a damn thing to prove to anybody. But he respects the challenge of what he's been given because of – he knows that he's he's taken over a great situation. It's for the Chicago Bears. So he respects that, that you don't, you know, you, you don't just get offered the defensive coordinator job of the number one defense in football for the Chicago Bears many times in your life. So I think he has – every bit of reverence and respect for that. And he really, really doesn't want to fuck it up, but he also is not a guy that's like out to put his stamp on it or like, you know, have, you know, um, he doesn't seem like he's angling for another head coaching job at all. I mean, he said that specifically that he's not even interested in another head coaching job. And that could just be lip service. And, and you know what, if they have a, if they have a number one defense and, they go deep into the playoffs and maybe further. He's gonna get interviews. I mean, freaking Fangio got a <laughs> got a head coaching job. You know, that's true. I think they were just taking it slow with Nagy too. So they Vic was here for three years. The players have been hearing the same voice for three years. Nagy comes in, changes everything. Just the the atmosphere, the the camaraderie, like everything's back on point. The defensive players saw that, like, oh, this new fresh coach came in. So now now they got that new fresh voice on defense. That can also spark things, you know what I mean? They're, they're, you sometimes hear more from people when they have a, when a new voice comes into a room. Well, and also I think what's, what's different to me about this Bears team is that the defense really pulls for the offense. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually really well. They might really, actually get to play offense. <laughs> that's true too. You know, you, I, mean, I also like but, from the aspect. This is Nagy's guy. Pagano is Nagy's guy. So now right. this is everything's becoming more and more Nagy's. You know what I mean? We didn't, per- but we haven't really seen that. I mean, the eighty that the the eighty five Bears didn't really pull for the offense. I mean, there was a lot of rivalry and and almost bad blood there. I mean, the two thousand six you know team was was 
somewhat divided. I mean, Lovey didn't run. Lovey didn't run some unity ship, <laughs> you know. Um, so this is unique, I think, in that sense, is that the this defense, you know, they they come to Mitch's defense, you know, literally and figuratively. And and they really, you know, they're really pulling for these guys. And I think they take great pride in if the offense fucks up, they go out there and they get the ball back. I mean, we saw it time and time again where the defense bailed that offense out. You know, I mean, what's the most what's the most important position on the team? Quarterback. How are you not going to support that? You see it all the time. We saw. (laughs) Hi. No, name, I, under, I understand. Jeremy. I understand. Do you remember though, Jay Cutler? When, when you become a successful <laughs> team, though, this is you have to put you have to prioritize these things. Like I agree, but but we saw teams with winning records that there was still not the kind of support. They don't. These guys don't have to go out of their way to support Mitch. They don't. They're professional millionaires. They don't have to go out of their way to to support them. They don't. You know. They don't have to go out of their way I to be. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They are, though. I mean, I really don't think they are anyway. You know, I think I don't think it's a PR stunt. to just. No, no, off. no. I agree. But I think that the, the, the support is very visible and very real. Yes. And and the they actually. This is like the same him. franchise that did some cute little videos and sold motherfuckers on Daniel Braverman. OK, so. Just agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I just I'm messing with you, man. But but uh, here's the thing: is that that guys are a lot more in control of their own message now. You know, like they're, they're definitely better at PR than they've been in the past. I will they are, them. but I also think that the, that the players are out on their own doing their own PR, and I think they're in control of their own message, so they can certainly, you know, um, filter it how they want to. Yeah, and they can, you know, and 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 they don't have to, you know. But you see guys out there, you know, look at QB one, look at, you know, like look at ten, like you know, it's you know, the guy. I mean, there's a little bit of a Rudy factor to it with him as well because he's, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I I read something that um, you know, Raul from uh the Hallis Hall brawl or what did they call Bears brawl um said. And he was just like, he's like, I'm tired of all these Bears fans on Twitter either burying this guy or like sending him to the Hall of Fame, you know, like he's the book is still unwritten on him, you know, right, very much so. And and so, you know, but for a Bears quarterback, he's still damn good. I mean, he did put up, you know, one of the it's best. A, it's Bears. our never ending story, bro. 
Never ending story, but that's all right. I'd rather talk about that than than the never ending story that was the no, I mean, I'm just that was six in the modern <laughs> era looking for a quarterback. Right. Like, and I think I think we have it, Mitch. Right. I think it's going to take time. And I mean, at least they didn't put him on that top 100 list. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, you you know people were stewing about it though. Like, you should be top five, man. No. No, I'm joking, How about the list? You know, though, that there, list there are something. some people out there like that, though. That list was interesting. That list was something. I, I'm not sure. Uh, like, I understand why they did it, and a lot of people were talking about the Bears during that time. But I also – I feel like it it was, you know, it was an interesting choice to do that list. And there's a lot of players on that list and uh, in spots that are – that or anytime you do something like that, you're just gonna rile ruffle people's feathers. I mean, Spice dude, he was like, the Spice is the best. Swiping on the screen, like well, I'm not in the top 100, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Spice is the best. Yeah, but I, I, that's a tough man. It's a tough task. Like Pompey, he wrote he wrote the article in defense of it, and the things you have to factor in the impact that uh, that the player had on the franchise, players that have played more than one place, like. Different errors, fourteen game seasons. Yeah, uh, but it's weird. I mean, we guys like Luckman though that played two positions. Yeah, but it, yeah. but there's some weird ass guys on that list. I mean, even Halitech, who knows more than me by far, we went through you know about half of it, and there's some weird dudes on that list. Even he was just like, I don't, I don't know. You know the, the Cutler like, thing stirred up a lot of controversy, right? Right. But like, yeah. but the but question asked, was asked in that article, like, what part of his Bears tenure can be classified as great? That kind of ended the argument for me. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, you got to. Boy, it's good like, yeah, he, people say, oh, look at all. He holds all these records. Well, he also holds records for throwing an enormous amount of interceptions, too. <laughs> like, yeah, but, you know, so you had he balanced out his greatness with crappiness. Or Luckman, that whole. Luckman fit perfectly in the system they were running back then too. So if if you translate that into the modern era of football, you're talking about 4,000 yards. It was a different game back then that if we got a perfect quarterback for our system, which things would okay. I I get where you're at now. Do do you know what I mean? I'm just saying that it's hard to, you're equating systems. It's hard to judge errors and, you right. can't. I mean, that's the thing about these eras. And you talk about football in, you know, a hundred years ago. I mean, you're basically talking about, you Three know, yards like, and a cloud of dust, man. Yeah, but you're also, yeah, but you're also talking about like hard nosed, like factory dudes meeting up as part of like a men's sports club. And going out in these like rough ass fields and like beating the crap out of each other, like it wasn't it wasn't anything remotely like what it is now. I mean, nothing but it wouldn't be anything like what it is now if it wasn't for those guys that worked in the factories doing oh, what totally. they did. Totally agreed, but you know what I mean? but you you like compare it to old baseball, you know, where it was more of like a gentleman's game, and and they, and they you know, the football was seen as like a renegade thing to do. You know what I mean? You think like, so? Because like Babe Ruth was a huge partier. Like freaking, it wasn't. He wasn't exactly a right. Gentleman. But no, I'm talking about. Like, I'm not talking about Babe Ruth. I'm talking about pre-Babe Ruth. I'm talking about like the origins of baseball when baseball first started. You know, and guys were you know um, 
you know, playing like in knickers and shit. Like, whereas football was very rough, rough and seen as like this, you know, like renegade thing to be participating in. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just impossible to like to compare what actually happened on the field to what happens on the field now. I I just feel like it's it doesn't it does a disservice to both sides of it. You know, like these these guys worked you know, in a whole, uh, like worked a full day and then went and like played a football game, you know, like, like, you know, and and, and actually if there's ever a sport that you can kind of translate periods with, I think baseball is probably the one sport you could probably translate because, you know, tools are basically the same. There's not much difference. Uh, Pitchers are still pitchers. Batters are still batters. You know, I think that's the one thing that baseball has always had going for it is that you could draw to an earlier time and be like, I remember him. He looks like name old player here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and I think baseball has always been a sport and then football is this true, just this in some degree, but baseball has always been a sport where different size guys could, could dominate it. Right. You know, big guys, small guys, you know, I mean, to some degree, football was that way. But you look at um, just like look at their like, just look at their equipment, man. Look how much the helmets evolved. Look how right. much sh- shoulder pads, you know, things of that nature. Well, but know? then when you started getting the like, ball itself, I mean, like when guys <laughs> like when guys like Bronco Nagurski came on the scene, like he was just a different human, right. you know, like and it was just. Obvious. That didn't really necessarily happen as much in baseball. I'm sure there's people that are smarter than me that know more about sports who will totally argue with me. But I just think I don't recall like in basketball, there was a time when a physical freak like Walt Chamberlain just came on the scene and just dominated it. And similar things happened in football where, you know, I mean. Like I was just saying, Bronco Nagurski was just different. That guy was huge. He was fast, you know, and, and we see that happen, you know, even nowadays where, you know, all of a sudden these guys are 350 pounds and are running four six forties and, you know, it, the game changes, you know, but it, it, it's, it's just interesting. They went ahead and they made this list and I think that it got a lot of talk and it got a lot of people talking and I think it was good, but then there was also, you know, inevitably there's going to be some people who were upset. I mean, they were talking to Erlacher on um, Waddle and Sylvie and he was acting like, oh, I didn't even know about the list. Hester sent it to me and I didn't even know about the list, but then they pressed him a little bit more and a little bit more. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, he's spilling this. And he's like, well, what, what's up with, you know, why is Forte, there and why is this and you know they asked him about cutler and he's like that makes about sense 85 that's about right (laughs) (laughs) like you know and then and then the 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 boiling hatred that erlacher has for gail sayers came out again which is wild to me every time i hear it like well that argument though sayers was right He, he was asked a question at some function he was at it wasn't like sayers just came out in the press and said it but he he was accurate like, well, he feels if people don't know that Sayers trashed Lovey. And I'm talking and, about them not making the playoffs and yeah, the injuries. But and Erlacher's, Erlacher's big problem with with 
Sayers is that he trashed Lovey and Lovey's playoff record and Erlacher straight up says, what the hell does Gail Sayers know about the playoffs? And I mean, Lovey got fired. So right. agreed. I'm just saying that Erlacher feels that you shouldn't talk about the football fraternity like that. He's old school in that way, or he's not necessarily old school, but that's his, that's his MO is he feels like it wasn't right for Sayers to, to criticize him because he felt like he wasn't like some sort of paid analyst. You know, he just kind of came out with it and, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not saying Erlacher's right, but it's wild how, how, uh, pissed he still is like he's not hold back like on how salty is about Sayers like and he feels like Sayers played too short of a time to be ranked that high and you know and and, and that's another guy that was generational though that was just a different physical man and had had his knees you know I think if you ever watch the Butkus and Sayers thing on the NFL network that they run you could really tell that had he was he's genuinely upset. He goes, I wish we had the doctors now that we did then. Sure. Yep. Well, so. and you look at the I mean, you that you look at the guys on the this list and not a lot of teams could really do a list like this, first of all. It would be a little silly, you know, um, I think for a lot of teams to do this. I don't think other teams will be like following suit. Um, but you look at the top of the list and it's all guys that were just Game changers like, you know, Peyton changed the game, but because nobody nobody played linebacker like Buckus did before he did it. And, and that would have been my only issue too. Peyton was one. I'm good. You know yeah, I mean? that, that was that was that, that would have been my biggest gripe. The, literally, almost a third of our players or coaches could have been on this list of 100 that are in the Hall of Fame. We have 32. Right. Well, they have the most Hall of Famers of any. Yeah. So, So, I mean, just just think of that. That's that. That's the pool we get to draw from. Sorry, Detroit. (laughs) Right. But I mean, that's like, you know, how it's like was just like, you know, some of the like Brandon Marshall. Why is he on this list? Brandon Marshall had some really productive years, man. One and a half. It wasn't like the best season ever. By it the was, receiver. it was, but it's not exactly, it's not exactly a storied wide receiver history that, that we're talking not, about here. Right. But you have to, that's the point. It's not a story right. quarterback history I, either. That's why Jake Cutler I, has I, all the records. I mean, and that's why, you know, you go, uh, Rex didn't make it. <laughs> you go, you know, uh, Marshall and then Jeffrey. And it's like, you know, I, I Jeffrey by far had the better bears career. In my I mean, opinion, I think that um, Marcus Robinson and Curtis Conway, I don't know where they were, if they were ranked. Actually, I don't think they were. Were they? There's only they were. I think it, Alshon or, or there's only like one or two receivers ever to have back to back thousand yard or more than one thousand yard receiving season for the Bears. <laughs> like, I, I just th- I just think. Well, so it's potential. But I, th- I thought Curtis Conway and, and Marcus Robinson were two guys that if they had a good quarterback when they played Marty Booker. Well, yeah, Marty Booker, you know, you th- better than Marcus, though, talent wise, like if he had a good quarterback. Well, Booker didn't have the speed. Booker no. had the hands, though. That guy no, could- but Marty was mad consistent. I, I like yes. him a lot. I mean, he could catch anything. And then Machine Muhammad came in, and he's like, this, this is where receivers come to die. I'm like, 
It's got a point. Well, yeah, maybe not anymore. <laughs> no, no, where, no, no. That's where receivers come to thrive and torch motherfuckers. I can't wait. Because <laughs> that's going to happen. Wait. Yeah, this, this, these receivers are mixed together like in, in, for another year. It was all new last year, man. Yeah, yeah. By, by Taekwondo Mazel. You ain't keeping up with that crew. They changed Sorry. him to receiver. Yeah, that was, like was wild. That was, yeah, I don't know that we talked about that. Yeah, like, I, uh, I think people were kind of making a too big of a deal about that. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I asked, I, I, I asked a couple of people on Twitter. Nobody answered me if, if they Mazel over Tanner Gentry, like right. But do they? <laughs> my question was, do they have to do that? Like, do they have to put these designations in and OTAs? I mean, I, I think there is a time frame that you have to put it into, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Right. So I, I mean, I imagine they wouldn't do it if they didn't have to, because what would be the? I mean, obviously, you want guys to work with their groups, but. You know, like I just I feel like for soul, it probably helps him make the team because there's a lot of damn offensive linemen on the roster. Yeah. For myself, it clearly does not like I don't you know, some guy was trying to make make a point that he thinks that 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 myself could somehow like, you know, um, like, no, come on. When they assign him to receiver, <laughs> though, it's like the same thing as like somebody saying we'll revisit it in the offseason, like the preseason. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I mean, maybe it helps him to to get some more reps so he can hang hook on with another team. I, I don't know. Oh, I mean, no, I pretty, think he's done. I, I was just throwing a side jab with that statement. But. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying sometimes I think that that can be at play if they like a guy, but they know they don't have room. <clears throat> they help him out by putting him in a spot where he's going to get some run. You know, yeah. I mean, that receiving he, group is not the place to be moved to, man. I hear you, but but he also, you know, that's, I mean, that's did, like bye, Felicia. If Mizell had any moments of not sucking, it was a couple of catches last season. He had a, a sure. couple decent first down catches. Um, I mean, he certainly well, he scored the uh, touchdown. He, he scored a touchdown against the Lions. It was the first touchdown of the game. Right. I mean, so, I'm not giving him credit. I'm just saying if there was times when he actually didn't make me want to, like, you know, run down there and, and fire him myself, like, there was – it was as a receiver. It was not as a right. – like, he didn't right. get handed – he didn't get handed the ball, you know. I mean, there was maybe, like, three times where I was like, why the fuck is this guy on the – why wasn't, like, why the fuck is this guy on the field? It was you – know, I, th- I can think of that touchdown and you have, like, one – big first down catch in one of the games. I can't remember, but uh, when's the last time? I, well, I can only speak for myself. I don't know what you guys are thinking on it, but like, I'm pretty excited for this running back group, like from top to bottom. Like I don't know. I was excited. I was excited for Matt Forte when we got him. I really thought he was going to be something. And but I'm then talking about the whole up. unit, like all three or possibly four. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely excited. I don't know. Can I remember the last time? Maybe when like it seemed like it seemed like Lankford was gonna be. I mean, there was a minute there we thought Lankford looked good and and Kadeem Carey looked pretty good, but I don't not like this. I mean, potentially could carry four running backs this year. Yeah, Lankford had that great game against the Rams where he just destroyed them in the receiving game. And it was like, oh, we finally got something, and it was like. No, not really. <laughs> got Montgomery, man, it's a complete back. It's like this. This is a stack group, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun well, to watch. Like, the depth <clears throat> everywhere. Like I don't know. 
it's just it's just a di- it's refreshing, man. Like I wide receiver, it. like okay, a couple guys. God forbid, a couple guys go down. We have depth, man. Like that's yep. that's where we that's what used to kill us. One of our best players would go down, and we didn't have the depth to back it up. Now they're they're building something, and it's it's just refreshing, man. As a Bears fan, like we're we're deep. Well, and I also think you have a system that suits that. You know what I mean? Like there's not a big talent drop off, but it's also good coaches make sure that the backup also knows how to fucking play. (laughs) Right. But you (laughs) also have to have the players that suit that where like totally. But but I think, you know, there's been plenty of Bears coaches that have never been able to coach the twos, you know. Like, right. look at the great teams, look at the Patriots, look at the, you know, the teams that, that, that really live that next man up mentality and actually make it work. It's because they have good coaches and they have good position coaches who are really coaching these guys up to be ready, you know. And with a naggy offense, uh, guys feel like, OK, well, I'm ready, but there's a good chance I might get the ball. Right. You know, like there's a good chance that Mike Davis feels like there's going to be a Mike Davis game because that's how Nagy rolls. If he, you know, if he sees a matchup, he might, there might be a game where Mike Davis gets the ball 30 times, you know, (laughs) like, I I don't know if that's likely, but I believe that these guys feel that way, you know, like there's going to be an opportunity for them. Um, I was looking at, there was this, this guy, Marcus Mosier or Mosher, Mosher. I don't know. He's a, Locked. He does the Locked On Cowboys podcast, and he does stuff for Bleacher Report and PF Weekly. I sent you guys the tweet, but he's talking about how he put up a little chart about NFL yards per carry by personnel grouping, um, and he was basically making the making the statement that you know he hopes that more teams use the ten personnel. And I'd be lying if I understood all these codes about the different personnels. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't really know much about any of that stuff but it is pretty interesting would that be five wide receivers and no running backs no lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That would be zero personnel. I learned this recently. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 you know, that's an, I think it's a personnel. And, and what his statement was is I can't wait until a team fully embraces 10 personnel, especially if they have a dual threat quarterback. Well, who do we have? We have a dual threat quarterback and I think, you know, I think we can I think we can embrace that that personnel, you know, which is basically um the you have 10 personnel is four wide receivers um and oh. sorry, hold on. Oh, we're getting schooled. No, no. Ten lost. personnel is one running back, no tight end, no tight ends, and four wide receivers. Yes. Which I think I think that's that's going to be a a, a a personnel that we're in a lot. I mean, I just can't wait to see Nagy delve further into his playbook because you got the kid, you got the guys more confident. We're gonna even if 
I think at times the next season we may see a little more you're going to see a little more risk, but we're going to be able to see more of our offense and what Nagy really wants to do and not kind of give give Mitch a little more leeway. I mean, you we'll just I mean? see what happens because I, I, I don't I will say that, again, I, the only things I don't feel great about are still obviously kicker. And I don't I don't really feel that great about our tight ends like I think I we're excited coming off a great season. But like, have you have you ever seen a quarterback with this much depth as uh, in your lifetime as a Bears quarterback? Like I'm not talking just like super maybe like a superstar receiver here. I'm talking about top to bottom. No, at the it's. I mean, most of the time you can't even pick up a Bears player in fantasy. Right. Like I don't even want to talk about. I you know I'm not I'm really you know this show's not going to be about fantasy football, but realistically, and when you were playing fantasy football, you basically stayed away from Bears players. I mean, Except most of the time. time. Yeah, but realistically, there was not Howard, you know, only if you're a moron would you draft Howard in high rounds. I mean, you'd have to be like a drooling ape to do something like that. Pretty much. (laughs) But I mean, like, really, who would you who would you pick up in reason memory other than maybe Brandon Marshall? You know, I mean. Forte was Mr. Consistent with a fantasy, but that's about it. Yeah, but how long ago was that? Bears defense certain years was a good pickup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had Bears three years. They were great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is that you got legitimate starters in fantasy uh, all up and down the roster. Yeah. But I still think I think I think that tight end group has a lot to prove, uh, you know. And I, I still don't know if Trey Burton has the has it. Like, does he is he really the guy that's that that wants it that bad? That wants to establish himself as the number one to be the man? I don't I don't think he does. Remember when we were in arguments about Forte or Howard, who was better? And that was actually an argument. That's, like how how stupid do people get about Howard? Really stupid. I'm just saying, like, end of the day, man, Matt. I mean, Matt people, was the legit, sec- people in legit. my lifetime, in my lifetime, I'm not talking about the 100 year history. Forte was the second best running back I've seen in a Bears uniform in my lifetime. No, people, third. people, second, third, who Neil Anderson better than Forte, bro. Yeah. Forte, let's, there were certain years he was like 30% of our I mean, I, that's just my personal opinion. I'm just I, saying I receiving and running. I love Neil Anderson too, man. That was my first jersey, but like the impact he had receiving and running. Yeah, I mean, different game. I would definitely put him in the top three or four, and probably two. I mean, Thomas Jones, I think, has to be mentioned. You know, and yeah. and but I, but I, here's the thing about I, Forte: I is love Thomas Jones. People man, actually want to compare. Would want would 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 even compare him to Howard is ridiculous. I mean, Forte needs to be compared to people like Marshall Falk. Like Forte, you know, needs well, to he be. He has the he has the catch you know. stats to go with that. Too. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a two thousand yard from scrimmage type of player. You know what I mean? You're talking about a guy, you know, that 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 you know was was getting tons of catches and carries and you know just I mean he's he, Forte was a beast. 
Like, and, oh, but he made business decisions. It's like, dude, I would too if I was like getting the ball like every single freaking play. <laughs> you got to stay healthy. Like, yeah, I mean, if you could make any any uh, you know criticism of Forte is that maybe he you know ran out of bounds a little bit, but whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, you, you want him to get killed. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you want him to fumble the ball. I mean, the guy the guy was a was a workhorse. He was a stud. Like, you know, and and Howard is a good player, but I mean, not even in the same breath should they be mentioned in terms of athleticism or talent or anything. I, mean, yeah, I never uh, understood the people that hated on Forte, man. Like, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's cool that he's going to be there, too. The one. Right. Well, and I'm glad he's back in the fold. I mean, you yeah. know, he, he's that's that's a, something that the Bears have done a great job of recently is bringing these guys back, you know, and, and squashing whatever beef there might've been, if there was any, or, you know, I mean, let's not forget how ugly the Erlacher, the end of Erlacher's oh, career that was. was brutal. It was bad. I yes. mean, they, they, they screwed that up about as bad as you can for a guy who many people think should be in the top five of all time players. Yeah. And there were, what was there he, were 14? people. Yeah, it was 14. Players. Oh, you're talking about the Bears list. Okay. Uh, the 100 list. The 100 list. People were out there arguing that he was, you know, the top five, you know, because basically because they don't really see the, the old guys as kind of, you know, fitting in the mix. But, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't argue that. I'd say top 10 maybe he could be viewed as. But they screwed that up so bad. <laughs> I mean. That, like, that's a thank, that's a thankless job, man, trying to put that list together. Oh, you know, they totally. could have. You know, they could have totally released it better, though. I think. You know, you're on your you're on their hundred day countdown. Yeah, it was but a little I weird. Think, I, but I understand they're trying to push for the convention and all that. But it would have been cool to like, oh, who's player one hundred on day one hundred? Oh, okay. You know, and then on day ninety nine, I get player. sick of the shit after a hundred days. <laughs> That's yeah, but I, also, age. I well, I would say that I felt like it was released a little weirdly. Like I found it kind of hard to to follow when they were doing it on Twitter. Right. Like, like I would say that if there's one thing that the Bears Twitter doesn't do well, it's threads. <laughs> like they don't that like they they kind of like because you'll see how they do it. They'll do a tweet and it gets a bunch of retweets, and then they'll try to do a thread, and the ones underneath they get like no attention because nobody notices them. It's like. Let's just hope uh, they know how to run events right, man. <laughs> well, they used uh, to do a Bears convention every there's year. There's going to be a shitload of people. Like, tickets are selling out, man. The place is going to be packed. But I don't know. When did they stop doing the Bears convention? But they used to do one every they year. They used to do one. Like the Cubs do and the White Sox do. It's not It's not like they've never done this before. Uh, I don't, I'm not worried about it. I mean, but I mean, you know, this team, though, this vibe, like, people are excited. For sure. I, I mean, the thank The players God. are excited. Just look Thank on their God. social media feeds. They're starting to really feel it. More than the fact it's the hundred year. It's not just any year. Like, right. I mean, that's sort of arbitrary, but it's cool. I mean, thank God it's not, you know, the John Fox hundred year celebration. That would be brutal. Like, would, you, would you even come out? <laughs> what if, what if this team was like was like the, guest panel like, John like the, Fox like the three two and people 13, be in the room <laughs> the three and thirteen uh, oh. Mark Tressman coached Bears would you come out for that did he <laughs> for the hundred year would you drop would you drop that that chunk of change on the VIP experience would Chloe be there uh, oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe. So he just tell you about synergy and all that crap. Fuck him. Yeah, the the Ugh. toolbox of concepts. Maybe build bring, the man. Bring Steve Young with him. He's he's the he's a quarterback guru. Yeah, I mean they if they had that convention, <laughs> they'd have a they'd have a guest list that would only be rivaled by the stars at the Toronto Raptors games. Rich Gannon come, comes comes <laughs> out for it. He, he turned my career around. It was like a ben, dude. It was like a Ben Gay commercial. Old dude, there could be a there was, trust there would help be a, me. <laughs> there would be a special event you could sign up for. Have Phil Emery give you a mock press conference. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Emery will ask you mock press conference questions, and you can pretend that you're Bruce Harry. <laughs> we bought it though. We were like, oh, he helped Rich Gannon. He's gonna help Cutler. Like, what? How the? F- why would because, you make that connection? Because you like, buy everything. I mean, uh, at some point every year, hope springs eternal, and you buy whatever the damn navy and orange are selling. I mean, that, that inspirational no book Tressman had. It was like they're advertising that. Right. I mean, honestly, and though, Bruce, I took, Bruce Arians walked out the building. Like you took you took a look, one look at that guy. Like this guy can't coach football players. Like I don't know what happens up in Canada, but. Like, he, like, <laughs> like, how did that go? Like, hey, guys. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> I mean, I just can't imagine. Like, you walk in and you see that guy, like, and then you see him with his hat off. And it's like, ah! <laughs> like, like, he, just looks, he just looks like him and say, he's a Dapper Dan man. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. So much like, hair I mean, like, you just have to, like, at some point, you just have to look at a guy and go, can he coach large men to, to want to, like, kill each other and the answer has to be no when you look at that guy and yeah, just like you should have somebody should have looked at mike glennon and gone can this man lead a football team with his four foot neck no you know it's cool too the having to deal with all these coaches mcmanus man his tenure john's did an article about him and like he was there for lovey tressman fox and Nagy. yeah and he, he kind of just alluded to the fact that when Nagy, like the, every coach that came in, they, they tried to establish good culture. But Nagy had a clear picture of what he wanted, and they got it done. Like he was seeing the way he said it was like Nagy actually had a clear picture. Well, it's, it helps when it works. You know, it mean? helps that well, they won. I mean, it, seemed, it seems like he had a direction he wanted to go with it, though. Possibly the the other coaches that came in didn't. Well, the, but then the, the through line there is – that the, a lot of those other coaches didn't win. So, you know, I mean. And you, you also know. have a new GM that is working hand in hand with them, whereas. I mean, I, you know. It, Some I of this was coaching, though, man. I mean, the guy, you can tell he's, he's, he's got it going. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm not saying he didn't. I'm just saying that it, it all works because they won. If they were 2-14, and 14, nobody would be, you know, like. In the in on on Periscope in the press conference, like where's his visor? He's wearing a white hat. Oh my god, I love this guy. I love this guy so much. He's wearing a white hat. Yeah, be- like I mean, people cream their shorts over this guy, and I'm one of them. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Um, <laughs> wow. But they get a little hyped. I mean, we're in the we're in we're in the the. The eye of the hype. The next segment's brought to you by Adult Depends. (laughs) (laughs) Super absorbent. Wow. It's a great time to thank our sponsor, Ticklitz. I'm looking at Nagy photos right now, and they're working. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like to pretend that he played for Michigan and not Delaware because of those helmets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fucking creepy. <laughs> I like Off to. Watch, I like to. I like to watch the the highlights of him being a crazy person in the arena league and get all. Do you think McManus? Do you think McManus sticks? I heard they're like trying to play him at safety now. Like I'd, I'd like to keep I think him he's got the, a shot the special there. teams. Do you? Yeah. Well, I think he's got, they were, go ahead. I think he's got a shot. I think, like you said, with his special teams experience. And he wants to learn a new position, and it seems like he's game for it. That's his best way of survival, I believe. Because well, I, I think we can all say that the cornerback group has also gotten better. Sure. You know, through the draft, and there are some targets out, and he's got a target on him. And if he wants to make the team, he's probably going to have to play safety. Well, and it just it just makes the team better. I mean, yep. him understanding the safety position, as he said when they interviewed him, if I learn safety, it's going to make me better as a cornerback. I mean, there's no reason to not. And I think that is something that Nagy promotes. Versatility. Versatility, cross-pollination, you know, just whatever. I mean, why wouldn't guys – Nagy got make- him all worked up talking about pollination uh-huh. now. Talking about photosynthesis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chlorophyll. <laughs> Damons. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Honey. <laughs> oh, man. Got oh, that yeah. naggy fever. <laughs> did you say what? <laughs> well, what did you say? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, McManus, he's a smart guy. This is how you stick around in the league for this long. Yep. You know, be useful. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, but by the way, Kevin White's playing the best football of his career. Did you hear? Did you just you come it? up with a new slogan? Be useful. Be like useful. That. Yeah. Be wild useful. <laughs> oh. You can have that, people. No, you fucking can't. Don't touch it. I already, I already trademarked it. It's already on a shirt. Don't call me up and don't I'm call on me up Zoom right now. Yeah, don't call me up and ask me did I steal that from somebody either. Part of the show, though. Can we split it three ways? If you make a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three ways. Three ways. Pause. So. <laughs> wow. No, but like going back to what kind of what you guys are saying too, like there's depth everywhere, but like the only position that I'm not, I wish they would have like added a little depth is the quarterback. Like I'm not sold on Chase if Daniel. something happened to Mitch Chase or Tyler Bray, like like Tyler Bray go bring a young guy and develop him. Right, look around the league, bro. The block backup quarterbacks in the league are brutal. This is why they are protecting these quarterbacks. I'd still like I, to see a college kid brought in third string. Or the, ooh. I don't know, man. I'm not a scout. Damn. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying, though. Who? Like, Tyler, Tyler Bray, he's just holding a jock strap. Like, bring a kid, a young kid in and develop him. I Never mean, know. I think at some point, you know, maybe that's something they start thinking about. But I, I just feel like, you know, roster spots are finite and – you know, I mean, nobody's nobody's doing great if their backup goes down. Right. I mean, you seriously, who's got a some... good who's a number good number two quarterback right now? Anybody? <laughs> I, 
I mean, like where's the, these? The, the kid, uh, the Garoppolo's backup, uh, Mullins. Yeah, uh, there's there's he's one. Good, he's a good quarterback. Um, what do you got? Uh, shit, the Broncos. Flacco. Flacco's backup. Whoever the hell that is. Who is Where's Flacco the backup? I don't know. Uh, Flacco's the starter. He told everybody he came here to be the starter. Oh, you better watch it. You better watch it. (laughs) Flacco's here. You can't spell spell elite without Flacco. Man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't spell elite anymore either. All right. Well, I mean, who the hell, who's his backup? The rookie from Duke that looks just like him. Yeah, yeah. I actually like Lillette out of college, but he. I don't even know Lillette. Did he like beat up a cop or something? No, he got DWI'd. I think. Okay. Yeah, he just had some. He said some. Yeah, just just being one of the guys. Suspended license crap. I mean, you know, the point is, is that there's the number two position at quarterback is the backup quarterback shit. It's rough. I mean, it is it is as rough as it's Teddy ever Bridgewater. There, there, there you oh, go. Yeah, Colin, there you go. Colin Kaepernick that's, that's is just Drew sitting at home. Brees, that's Drew Brees' backup. Colin Kaepernick is sitting at home because he does not want to be a backup. Does not pay him to play football. <laughs> he makes more not playing football than he'll ever make playing uh, football. Exactly. He's smart. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, let me go. Yeah. I'm going to get killed for half of what my image is worth right no. killed and get booed and yep. all that crap like no thanks like he's doing all right but you know yeah that is something everybody's got to bring up every now and then it's like richie incognito got signed but colin kaepernick's not on a team it's like relax yeah, talking about like his <laughs> mental health i'm like there's got to be there's got to be people that are right at his level Who's level? Virginia Cognito? I'm sure there is in the league, man. Not yeah. everybody's like, you know. Football's a crazy sport, man. <laughs> there's yeah, always, like, you, the locker rooms, there's always the lunatic. There's always the. Speaking of which, yeah, they haven't decided who's going to be on Hard Knocks yet, but they released, there's like a list of teams that, that can't, uh, uh, that can't. That can't say no. The Bears are not on the list. They, they can, um, they can, they can say no to the. Uh, to, but the Raiders. You have to make the. You have to make so the playoffs the, for so many years, right, or something like the, that. Be, the betting, the 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 favorites for the uh, to the betting favorites are uh, Redskins, Raiders, Giants, Lions, Forty ers Those are the those are like the finalists. People are saying. To be on Hard Knocks, I think it's going to be the Raiders. The Ravens have already been on it. Right? No, no Raiders. Red, Redskins, Raiders, Giants, Lions, Niners. I thought you said Ravens. My bad. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Raiders. Boy, who want, who wouldn't want to watch that train wreck? I would love to watch the Lions burst into flames, though. That would be amazing. <laughs> they, they might wait until the Raiders get to to uh, Vegas. Put that on just to promote that shit. Yeah, but I mean, it's still pretty interesting. Antonio Bryant and Gruden. I mean, Antonio Bryant. Your... Oh, Brown, not Antonio Bryant. Yeah, throwback. Throwing <laughs> it all the way back. Yeah, the Giants would be the most boring hard knocks ever. Yeah, who's he like in a dance with? 
I mean, it's just it's just boring. Sip my, I'll sip my thing off. Sipping your tea, you know. Sip that good tea. Yeah, man. So the schedule came out for the 100 year. I don't know if I'm gonna catch. I'm hoping they live stream all the oh, panels yeah, while I'm in line for the autographs. Yeah, I didn't even see the. the oh, dude, schedule. it's like back to back to back. Saturday is loaded. Like 9:15, it's True and uh, McMahon, and then goes right into Erlacher's panel with Buckus and Singletary. Yeah, I know. I was thinking I was gonna That's take a my, picture. I was gonna take my seven-year-old, but I don't even know if it's worth it on Saturday. I don't think he's gonna like any of it. Uh, I'll be just as excited as one, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be running around with a fucking propeller on his hat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's my first time out to Chicago, man. I am. I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be an awesome experience. Chicago yeah, well, in the summertime. The best, the best part of Chicago is the inside of a Rosemont Convention Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the 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 carpeting of the Donald hey. Stevens Convention Doing Center. Chicago Thursday, man. It's yeah. beautiful. You better oh. get down get down to the lakefront and hopefully you guys got some sunshine. Yeah, hopefully we're gonna get, we're, I get we're to the tour on, on time. Uh, badge uh and me and you are, are planning on uh, oh actually I haven't told you this, but I'm planning on having us recreate the Top Gun volleyball scene oh. at, <laughs> <laughs> at Oak Street Beach. No uh, no no volleyball talk, please. What? I'm gonna have to get on the old exercise bike and pump creatine. I can't wait. No, talk you, can, about you can talk about. <laughs> I mean, I'm like George Costanza meets Karch Karai. George Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that, that dad. That, I'm, I'm on that dad bod kick. They're supposed to be like in style now, so I'm good with it. Yeah, you gotta grow. You gotta grow your uh, your chest piece out. No, <laughs> no manscaping for this trip. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be the title of the show. Pause. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah, it's the the title of the trip is going to be Portillos with your shirt off. Wow. <laughs> Hot dogs and no shirt. Hey, oh, I, damn, a, I think I'm good with that, eh? I got a Jardiner stain on my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> on my jorts. Jardiner on my jorts. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to wear my jersey that day. You packing your jorts? You got a nice yeah. pair of jorts? Oh yeah. You got some black shorts. What do you got? Oh, it's gonna be crazy, man. Though, like, you, you, <laughs> one way or another, there you're gonna miss something. Like, yeah. you're an autograph well, line. You're, you're gonna miss probably two panels. It's gonna. Yeah, miss. well, that's why I'm not gonna be any fucking autograph lines. Yeah, yeah whatever. <sighs> like I said, I'll probably I'll probably meet practice squad dudes while everybody's I'll, talking. The I'll people FaceTime talking won't be in the, the autograph lines. Yeah, I'll I'll FaceTime you from the panel. Yeah, mad at people bringing like Erlacher jerseys. They're like, I'm not signing. I'm talking. I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> Luxury of being a superhero. Well, they're like, they're not telling you who's autographing. They're just like free autographs. It's gonna be like, yes. Yeah. This is our practice squad. Take pi- take pictures with the practice squad. Yeah, it's gonna be get your jersey signed by Kevin Tolliver. <laughs> Hopefully, nah, I'm hope I'm hoping they bring everybody in for it. Free autographs from Joel E. Bunyway. Uh, Friday night, they're doing some orange, like the orange carpets being rolled out. And uh, Screedon and Spice are going to be doing some, like, a, is it an award ceremony or something now? Yeah, like, I thought no, it was going to no, be the opening panel with Erlacher and all that. No, it's like an opening ceremony. 
going to be like the Bears Oscars. Or Emmys. Or Emmys. Uh, I mean, you know, Emmys. Like Bozo uh, the Clown. Yeah, right. They could play the bucket game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't so, even know. I, I just feel I like feel a like Chicago Emmy, right? I'm interested to see because it is three days, but it's not really. It's like one and a half, really. And they're jamming like, a lot in a little time. First it's night be- and then the whole day of Saturday and then like this random like morning on Sunday. So, that closing yeah. panel, though, is going to be cool. It's going to be Pace and Nagy, so I'll probably sit through that one. Yeah, I guess. I won't be there. Whatever. I'll be I'll be at work. That'll, that'll be my last day there, and then I'm flying out, man. Yep. You'll flying. love it. Chicago's yeah, beautiful yeah. city. I can't wait, man. Especially the 100 years. It's, it's going to be dope. Everybody they're bringing in. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, what else you got, Jerry? Got anything? Shit, no. It's oh. slow. It's slow this next yeah, couple this weeks, is, so we're... This is the doldrums. Yeah. This is where baseball. Oh, how was everybody's Memorial Day? What'd you guys do? Good actual man. Memorial Day when you died. Oh, your Memorial cold. Day weekend. It was cold. Did you grill out? Did you do anything? Sunday, yeah, we, Sunday, we grilled Sunday. out, swam in the pool. We had a good day, man. Nice family. Sunday, Sunday I threw some brats on the uh, grill and some brats, some hamburgers, but it was too cold to eat outside. Uh, we always do what we did. Well, I do what I always do. I try to catch Indy 500. And I did that. watch the Indy 500. I was inspired to watch the Indy 500 because of you, Jer. And I hey, enjoyed man. it. 400,000 lunatics on an infield just getting plowed. I'm for it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not against that. I mean, that place is insane. It was fun. My my son digs watching race cars. You know, thanks to the Cars movies, really, basically. Yeah. And uh, and it was a good, it was exciting. Yeah. I mean, that shit, that was an exciting finish. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That French guy who looks exactly like the, like, Sasha Baron Cohen from the Rick <laughs> Bobby movie. Like, he literally is that guy. Like, <laughs> he, he right. won. I mean, that was, that was insane. And then that guy, like that, I don't know, was the other the guy that finished second fell all the way back because his fuel thing like uh, malfunctioned. Yeah. And I was showing my. There's a video on YouTube. You just Google like old time pit stop. Where are you going, fucko? He's throwing up the peace sign. Like, dude, fuck talking you. about them, talking about racing and shit. You lost me. Sorry. If you had to oh. listen to your Red Sox bullshit, you can listen to a little bit of IndyCar. Fuck. <laughs> Fuckers were going back talking about knickers and baseball and shit. Not me. That's right. We were. Right, it's a <laughs> tailgate. We'll you talk about we'll everything. Oh That's hell yeah! Right. I'm, I'm just yeah. messing with you. Racing <laughs> you lose me. Well, no, I, just, I'm telling you, I was surprised. I enjoyed it as much as I did. It was. It I did was, not like all the fun. commercials. That's one thing I was. I was watching about. women's tennis with my eyes closed. I'd rather watch that than pacing, man. Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was, I mean, I thought what was weird is I didn't realize that they keep counting the laps no matter what happens. Mm. Like that's, yep. a, I never really paid enough attention to it to realize that. Like that even when they're under caution, the laps count and like everything. I was just like, that's kind of hardcore. 
oh yeah, you, there's been some that have ended under caution, and people aren't happy. I'm really yeah. hoping that I'm really hoping to have it on demand. You guys are selling me on this shit. I'm telling you right now. Right when we're done with this freaking podcast, I'm going. <laughs> One to watch thing it. you should watch though is is there's a, there's a cool video of of a pit stop like from 50 years ago or 70 years ago. What it was like. And now what what Formula One, you know, and like indie car pit stops are like, you know, like literally this pit stop took like over a minute. And there's like a guy like you see on YouTube is there a guy like banging on these lug nuts with a fucking hammer and like like it takes forever. And then they cut to like the modern pit stop and it's just like boom and he's just yeah. gone. Eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty unbelievable. Like, but yeah, yeah, that's that's probably the biggest thing, you know. We had a little family time. I did catch the new Wick movie. I mean, I don't know what is up with John Wick. Do you get <sighs> with John Wick? Did he? <sighs> no, nah, man. I'm at that point in my life where like we're going to see Toy Story when it comes out <laughs> with the kids, well, man. Like it's yeah. mostly like going with the kids now. Those you know John I mean? Wick movies are violent. I hear. I've never oh seen. Oh my one. god! It's They're like violent, it's Steven Seagal times like fifty. Is that Keanu Reeves? But he's yeah, doing like Keanu. a. I'm just not a doing, fan, man. Not you don't like fan. Keanu Reeves at all? No. Really? <laughs> but I couldn't help but laugh. It was like it was so over the top. It was just like this is humorous. <laughs> I mean, Keanu Reeves is in one of the best worst movies of all time, which is Point Break. Are you telling me you don't fuck with Point Break? Who? What? Where? Point Break is an amazing movie. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Now we're we're switching genres. I we're, used to, <laughs> I, seriously, I used to I used to joke about all the time how I wanted to do a stage version of Point Break. Like I wanted to produce a stage play based on Point Break. Somebody fucking did it, and they actually were really successful doing it. And the best part was that every night they would they would cast Keanu Reeves part out of the crowd. So it would be some (laughs) random person who was reading cue cards, playing Keanu Reeves role, because they said that was the best way to capture the real Keanu Reeves acting (laughs) style was to get a complete novice to read cue cards. I was like, God damn it. I used to joke about this all the time. And then some fuckers pulled the trigger on it. Like I'm telling you, we should have done a league style show called podcasts. There's some characters in this game, man. Like, yeah, well, they would have, it would have ended up more like Game of Thrones than fucking <laughs> the League. <laughs> like, I can't believe that he that that bitch jumped up with a knife and the guy exploded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I think I think we've we've hit our end. Who's real? Who's fake? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's three of them? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, all, man. Man. Hey. That's our delusions of grandeur on Twitter. Uh, the next That's episode. Who, who bought followers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Richard oh, Ropers. God. Oh, gotta love it. <laughs> gotta love the thirst, man. Stay thirsty, my friends. Yeah, stay thirsty, Bears Twitter. <laughs> Stay thirsty. Keep that skin oh, out. Man. Get that skin out, boys and gals. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that being said, I think it's a great time to thank our sponsor. Hey, sponsor. Tick Splits for Tick all your ticket needs. Ticket needs. You know, Jerry, you ever go online and you buy tickets? I've done it. It's a pain in the ass. I don't like Not it. With 
now with tick blitz oh, it's really? very easy you can find all the tickets you need and when you see the price you pay that's it there's no other price to be seen no there's, shit that's it that's the price you don't go to the, the, little, the little checkout box and it's like oh 14 this 32 dollars that that's it Price there's a shipping fee, right? There's a, it's like a, there's a one there's one shipping. Well, yes, if you you can get it delivered electronically, or if you want it delivered on FedEx, it's fifteen dollars. But you know, you want those paper tickets, you want to put them in your scrapbook, Diddy. I know you're a big scrapbooker. Yeah. Um, that's it. Tick splits. Ticksplits.com. All your ticket needs. Our good friend Michael Halitek. Episode two of the Halitek Hall is coming up. Yeah, man, great uh, stuff, Mike. And a little history lesson and everything. Good, great. Yeah, great. I mean, he's fun. He's a he's he knows uh, a ridiculous amount, and uh, I'm just enjoying listening. Uh, hey, use use that promo code. Use that promo code tailgate. Good tailgate. Then wa- watch as you can get your shit shipped to you cheaper. That's right, five percent. <laughs> God damn it, five percent. You who wants money? Who loves money? I love money. How you want money put up? How you want it? How you want it? You know, one thing I didn't bring up, to extend the, not to extend things too much, but that 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 tear <laughs> that tear that tear maker shit about quarterbacks oh, being a Hall of Fame, like oh my god, dude. Oh, and here we go. The tear uh, is like is like tearing families apart. Who gives a shit what people think though? Like, okay, but it's bad. You read it. it, it, it it's it on is, our show, so it, you care. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, dudes are getting, like, all, oh, like, they're, they're... They're in their feelings. Oh, yeah. All up in it. Like, they're just random people posting who they think's great, who's I not. I think it's one of the cares? most amazing things about that is I keep seeing Lamar Jackson, like... A potential up, Hall of Fame and no, shit. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I gave that guy a lot of crap, like, because, like, bro, you put Lamar Jackson as a potential Hall of Fame, like... Like he's a potential starter. Like I don't yeah. even know if he's a potential. Like anything other than that. Like I mean, I know that the Ravens are are apparently going to try to do a total throwback and run the ball. But did you see that he was complaining because he didn't realize that there would be a whole new playbook? Dude, I love the one the Bears report posted <laughs> though. I retweeted it. Mitchell, not Mitchell. <laughs> it's like that, that's all we wanted to see. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. We just want to know. But a lot of people think Lamar Jackson's pretty good. I don't see it. And apparently he didn't, realize, he didn't realize that a new offensive coordinator meant a new playbook. And he's uh, – Yeah, but good for him for for sticking to the fact that he wanted to be a quarterback. He is a quarterback. They were trying to change that in the combine. And I think the kid has a lot of potential still. It's, it's the same boat we're in. We don't know quite what we have yet. We're, we're expecting big things. Lamar still has a lot of potential. Yeah. yeah. Good for I mean, him. They got some weapons, I suppose. They sure. they trade their defense is kind of gutted though. But we'll see what happens. Hey, but anyway, um, the more good quarterbacks are better for the league, man. Just in the Ravens put podcast. potential in one hand, put shit in the other, see which one I'll, fills up. Don't first. act like we're far removed from that. Though. Which one, Shinola? We've, we've been living on potential for years. Which one, Shinola? I don't know. Never met him. Boy, this here shit. Now here is Shinola. <laughs> <laughs> Learn the difference. <laughs> That's a lesson. <laughs> Pause. I enjoy the smell of my hair product. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs>
Good callback. Strong callback. All right, for Dapper those of man. you still listening, we Should hope you have a great evening. Yeah, if you made it this far. <laughs> if you made, made it this, this far. far. You can use the promo code WOW to <laughs> get Pat a yourself free, on the back. Yeah, I will send you a half-eaten bag of uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos for making it all the way <laughs> to the end of the show. You come downtown to Bill's Bar and Burger and get yourself a nice keto special. There you go. Man, kudos <laughs> to the person that actually developed somewhere where you could buy followers. Like you're selling, you're selling souls. That's. that's pretty yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a store. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a car, uh, Carvago or whatever. <laughs> See, like remember, remember when you used to go to the store and look through racks of posters? Remember when that oh, was a yeah. thing? You go to like Sam Goody or like a like a like a music store or whatever, and you flip through like those frames, and you mm-hmm. check out posters, and then every now and then there'd be like some hot chicks in there, and you'd be like, pause. Looking at <laughs> you talking about the scratch and sniff centerfold, bro? Oh my god! Ah, bro, talking all about, right. talking okay. about how you go in that corner of the record store, and there'd be like all the rock posters. Strap this bitch up, like please. Random sports posters. Stop. <laughs> they'd be like, you'd be looking at a poster and it'd be like Testarossa, and then all of a sudden it was like L. McPherson coming out of the water in that skin tight scuba suit, and you get a little middle school chub on, and then you'd look back at the. Uh... <laughs> all right, so that will be edited out in the. Uh... <laughs> no, it won't. God damn it! <laughs> it's uncut, unfiltered. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> yeah. All right, this has uh, been another episode of The Tailgate Show. Special thanks to Chuck Swirsky, who could not make it on this episode. <laughs> he was uh, tied up on the Dan Ryan, stuck in traffic. It's a shame. The Bears. <laughs> the Bears. The, Bears. the Tailgate what Show. What train wreck that this is. Oh, my God. Chugga, 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 ch